Welcome back to Roosters Radio. Well, Silky, this weekend's NRL round is a very important weekend, not just for the games, but because it's Boonies for Brain Cancer round, starting this Thursday, the 25th of July. Who better to speak to than a man who was one of only five nights to play in both Newcastle's grand final victories, 97 and 01. He retired from the, from the game as a Novocastrian legend. Unfortunately, in 2013, though, he was dealt a pretty low hand and diagnosed with brain cancer. What's come out of this, though, has been nothing short of inspirational as the Mark Hughes Foundation juggernaut continues to fight the good fight, raising millions of dollars for research and awareness around the world. Please welcome to Roosters Radio for the first time, Curry Curry's finest export. He's climbed Everest, trekked through the jungles of Borneo and Kokoda, and he joins us here today, the great Mark Hughes. Welcome, brother. Ah, oh, shooter, Silky. Well, what an introduction! I, I can't wait to hear myself talk. It was that good. It's got to be unbelievable. Oh, that was outstanding, shooter. Well done. And no, that was be... great. And it's great to talk, fellas. So I do smell a rat, though. Uh, you do get me. You do get me on the week after you put it through my night. So. Well, we're going to talk um, about that. I was actually going to ask how your health was, mate. But after doing some of those things I just mentioned above, I imagine it's going pretty good. <laughs> Mate, the health was good about 50 minutes into the game last week. Then you roosters put the cleaners through us, and uh, I didn't feel so good. But, um, look, the Knights have had a good year. Um, we certainly come a long way, and uh, we obviously had a good win at home against you roosters. But, you know, the the class in your team and the way you're building again, it would be pretty special if you could put two, two premierships together. It obviously doesn't get done too often, so from on a, track. From an outsider's view, Husey, do, do you think they can? Yeah, I think they can. Obviously, love love what Robbo's doing uh, right across the park. They're strong. They've got depth. Um, yeah, I think um, obviously Melbourne play a real consistent, tough brand of footy. But I just you just get the feeling that um, the Roosters are building again, and if they can put their best foot forward at the right time. Um, Wow, two in a row could be that'd be special. I'll tell you what, Hughes. Yeah, at half time there, I just thought that if, if Newcastle had come out and scored first in the second half, it would have been a complete. Yeah, I, I, I thought Newcastle were the better side in the first half. Yeah, that's that's right, Shooter. I I don't think as a Newcastle fan you walk away too worried. Look, it did blow out towards the end, but the first fifty minutes or so we were right in there. So we are three on the trot now of losses. So we do play the West Tigers at home on Friday night. It's a game that. You know, you think we really would like to win, so uh, we need to get our season back on track. It's been a bit of a slide for us. We've either been um, on a losing streak or a winning streak, um, so we need to get a bit more consistency there. Well, this is called Roosters Radio, not Knights Radio, mate. And we, we bought you on for a reason. Oh, I'm on the wrong station. I'll see you later, fellas. Oh. No, but in all seriousness, no, it's, a, it's a very important round, not only for you personally, but for the game of NRL and for the great you know, work that you do um, for the Mark Hughes Foundation. Let's go back to the, the start when you, you're diagnosed with the, the illness, mate. Can you just take us through a, a little bit of a journey? Yeah, look, it, uh, I was 36 at the time and um, feeling feeling fit and strong and three children under 10 and felt like I had everything to live for. And um, out of two days of, of headaches, um, my, my world was turned absolutely upside down. And before I knew it, I was in John Hunter Hospital and receiving treatment. The, the news kept getting worse. Um, then went into um, getting uh, radiation and chemotherapy. And all of a sudden, I'm a brain cancer uh, patient. Um, brain cancer, there's no cure. Um, it's a really tough disease. So uh, my life uh, turned upside down um, at the click of a finger. But um, I'm thankful that I had strong people around me, like my wife and friends and family, and uh, managed to get through it and come out the other side. And better still, decided I wanted to try and fight the damn thing myself as well. And you're doing a good job. What, what are the stats, Susie? And, and, and what sort of funding is, is, is uh, brain cancer getting at the moment? 
the, the stats are terrible. They haven't changed in 30 years. And the, the facts are that brain cancer kills more people 40 years and under than any other cancer. So it's hitting people in the prime of their lives and destroying families. It's the worst cancer for children 10 and under as well. So the government is getting behind it a little more now. We are, get, we are gaining a bit of momentum with some, some money they've put in, but we need a lot more. You know, We've seen some other cancers make massive improvements. Uh, which is wonderful. And it only becomes because of the funding and the and the money raised so they can get that research done. So that's what we're desperately trying to do. And um, thanks to the NRL, the amazing rugby league community, um, we're kicking goals that we didn't think we would. Well, let, let's talk about that, Husey, but the, the Boonies for Brain Cancer Round. How, how did that come about? How much money were you sort of hoping to raise from the start? And obviously it's gone from strength to strength now. Where are you at now with it? Yeah, so when I was, uh, during my rehab, I was wearing a beanie a lot. And uh, one of my first ideas was I thought that beanies and brain cancer go really well together. And um, we decided that we would just get schools um, to to get kids to wear their favourite beanie and um, bring a gold coin donation and that would be a fundraiser. So uh, we thought that went well. So we, uh, we decided we'd bring out our own beanie, I think, the second year and... I had full designership rights over that, so I designed a red and blue one. Um, sold great in Newcastle. Actually, it's a wonder if the Aristos supporters would have bought it <laughs> little, as well. Little, little strip of white, um, mate, would have been great. <laughs> so, so, um, and then, so we started to get like, momentum, and you know, I think we sold five or six thousand beanies the first year, and then we sold about fourteen or fifteen thousand the second year. But then, unfortunately, uh, Matt Callender, Channel Nine employee, very respected amongst the rugby league community. Matt became sick with brain cancer and he decided he wanted to help so he contacted us and uh, became really good friends with him and during the time where he was extremely sick um, he decided he still wanted to help and he brought he brought the media, he brought the NRL all together and, and helped us um, accelerate into a NRL beanie for brain cancer round and it just took off enormously and we could never have dreamt of uh, the results. So. However, this is our third NRL beanie uh, round. Um, I think last year we were just a little bit under three million raised, which is a huge effort. Amazing, a- amazing. So, you know, we're hoping to get a little o- around that again this year, a little bit more, uh, and that, that helps us. You know, we've got a lot of research. We've got we've got a lot of things to do, and we can only do it with money and. Yeah, it's just been a game changer for us. And Mark, we've been pushing it the last couple of weeks and we've almost run out here of our stock. But for people who want to buy them, can they buy them game day? I know they were selling them up at IGA at, at Port Macquarie during the week because my daughter bought one. So where can people actually buy the beanies? Yeah, look, we recommend getting in and getting your beanie uh, even before the game. Uh, so you can um, get on the Mark Hughes Foundation website and you can check out the stockers that have still got it because we've got Lowe's Australia selling selling the beanies and most of those stores have still got beanies we've got igas we've got them selling them as well we recommend getting on the website and they're going to be sold at the games uh you can also buy one online but i I think if you want to guarantee one for the game it's probably best you go and go and find one or get one at the game now mate just uh steering away from the the beanies for a minute i want to talk about some of the extraordinary uh, achievements that you've you've done over the past few years with my learned colleague who's standing next to me now. I remember when he came back from Kokoda, well, he looked like he hadn't eaten for about three months. <laughs> and uh, I remember the stories from Sandicam. But, mate, can you just share a couple of experiences and some of the people that have, have uh, been on some of your, your, your tours or your treks? Uh, just give us a bit more detail around those. 
Yeah, my a former teammate and great mate Billy Peden decided that we wanted to do some adventures um, to raise money. So we thought that would be a great idea. So we came up with um, Kokoda for the first year. Not only were we doing Kokoda, we were going to ride about 100, I think, 20 kilometres on our mountain bike. You sold, you sold yourself, you sold yourself and, 60k short, mate. 180. <laughs> One, I think it was 120 to get to the mountains, and then yeah. another 60 at the end. Yeah, yeah, it was a heap anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> it was a huge challenge. And um, I uh, I knew uh, Todd Jakes and a few people from around the area. And thankfully, um, Shooter was a mate of theirs. And he joined forces with us. And we had 18, I think, at the time. And we raised about 150000 And it was just such such a special thing to be a part of. And we got so... And the way it's done, you set up, we set you up with a page. And then you get your friends, family, workmates... To put in ten dollars, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, whatever they can put in, and I've got to say, Shooter does it unbelievably well. He he goes everywhere looking for support, and he get I, how many last year? I think you had about eighty or a hundred individual. Donors. Yeah, oh, mate, it's, it's great. Well, you know what? Yeah. We've, we've got mates from the beach, from from the from the waterfront, and you know the whole area. And, and you know what's such He's a, a man good, of the people, Shooter. I'm a man of the people, mate. That's what it is. I tell you what, though, uh, it was. I tell you what, we paid for it over there in the mountains, though, didn't we? It was grueling. Uh, we do it tough. It's really hard, and. <laughs> Um, you know, Shooter, like I said, he's been unbelievable on two of them that he's done. And we've had some footballing types do it as well. Um, we've had, you know, blokes like David Fairley, uh, Matty Johns, um, Denny Badiris, Matt Gidley, Kurt Gidley. Um, I'm, I'm sure I'm leaving plenty out. A couple little Paul jo- Harrigan couple does little, it. Little Paul Harrigan, Brad Godden. And just good people, people that want to want to put their hand up and have a challenge and raise money. And... It's just uh, it's such a special group to be a part of, and you know we've got club CEOs, wharfies, um, jockeys, miners. We've got all sorts of people. <laughs> we come together, and Shooter will back it up on this. It's it's a special thing to be a part of. It is, mate. And, and just touching on the chief, I mean, you, you mentioned Paul Harrigan there. The, the two of the ones that I did, Sandy Khan in Borneo and um, and Kikoda, Chief probably had no right to be at either of them. He was he was busted and his knees were wounded, but obviously such a great mate of yours, and he he, he dragged himself over there and and not only got got through it, but got through it without one complaint. And when we were offering to carry his bags every afternoon and his help set his tent up, but no, he was right. He was he just soldiered on. I've, I've never seen anything like it. No wonder he has won those two grand finals with him in, at the helm. I tell you. Yeah, just a special bloke, and um, so grateful that he's, you know, an ambassador for the foundation. And um, yeah, and just moving on to that, um, this year, uh, really excited to have Trent Robinson uh, joining us, which is just wonderful. He's put his hand up. He said he wants to, you know, make a difference. He wants to do something for charity. And Robbo's going to be so good. So I hope all the Roosters supporters, once we set up Robbo's page, can get right behind Robbo because he wants to raise as much as he can. For us, um, for the Mark Hughes Foundation, and a big part of this trek, we'll be raising money to put some uh, brain cancer care nurses in around regional New South Wales, which is really important. Um, so it's going to be really great. I can't wait to have Robbo on there and with us. And yeah, we've actually got one or a couple of seats left. If uh, there's anyone out there that might want to join well, us, I-, I will ask you about that. But just a little inside, I, I uh, was privileged enough to hear Robbo talk in an interview for another podcast. Last week when he, he told me that he was joining you guys in Mount Kilimanjaro and he's he's already done a bit few walks, but he's also doing some altitude training. So rest assured, mate, when, when he turns up there in Africa, he'll be ready to go. And, uh, yeah, he's really looking forward to it. But, mate, what we'd like, it would be great closer to the date, just getting yourself and Robo in here and having a chat, you know, and talking about the, the, the funds raised thus far and seeing what we can do to help that along. Well, I would love, love to get in and, and do that. And, 
Yeah, I'm sure Rose gonna. Yeah, he'll be prepared, and he might have to give us a halftime speech halfway up the mountain. Actually, <laughs> now just on that point, Husey, you said there are a few spots available. If anyone was yeah, interested, well, how they do it? So if people want to contact the foundation and uh, put in there, like a, basically a, get, let us know a bit about you, we, we, we we're hoping to put a couple more uh, on the track. So you could be joining Robbo on an experience of a lifetime. We, you've got to raise money for the foundation. That's part of it, but. Yeah, contact the foundation uh, for more details. Mate, that's awesome, mate. Now, listen, I, I just wanted to, in finishing off, mate, I just want to ask you a question. Would it be fair to say, Hughes, that sort of what defines you as a man? It's not your deeds on the football field, mate, but your work off it. I mean, not by choice, I might add, but the Mark Hughes Foundation, mate, that's overwhelming success raising funds, awareness for brain cancer. You must be really proud of everything that's happened there, mate. Ah, uh, sure am, Shooter. And, yeah, I'm very proud of it. And, you know, you put a lot of work into your rugby league and, train really hard and it's a big deal but you know you're playing for two competition points or you're playing for a trophy but I'm playing a new game now and it's 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 a it's a basically a matter of life and death for, for me and and so many others out there I'm, the stakes are so much higher with what I do now and uh, we're in a hurry to, to fix these problems so I'm very proud of the work I've done but I couldn't have done it without my rugby league background yep. without without the support um, of the, the rugby league community all that stuff. So I'm so grateful that uh, Rugby League's given me this opportunity and NRL has given me this opportunity. And, you know, now and again, if I feel a bit tired or a bit run down, I think of people that would love to be in my position that don't, you know, that contract, they get uh, brain cancer and they last 12 months, 8 months, 16 months, you know, yeah, that's and pass right. away. Well, I've got an opportunity to keep going at this stage, so I've got to take it. Well, I'll tell you what, mate, we'll all have our boonies on this weekend, our kids, parents, all the junior football teams, mate, and we'll continue to support you and the great job you're doing, mate, as long as it takes to, Husey. Keep enjoying good health, brother. You're a champion, bloke. Good luck this weekend with everything, mate, and I'm sure it'll be a cracker. Thanks for joining us, Husey, on Roosters Radio. We really appreciate it. Uh, it's been a pleasure to speak, fellas. Thanks for having me, and, and all the very best to the mighty Roosters for the rest of the season. Good on you, mate. Good on Thanks. you, Husey. We'll Thanks. talk to you Thanks, soon, fellas. mate. Bye, buddy.